wealth is not a factor for Spanish banks when calculating affordability. Hello again, welcome along. I'm Sean from Cloud9 Spain. With me, I have Kevin and Howard from Mortgage Direct. Um, this video, in this video, we're going to be concentrating on the requirements specifically of what we call high net worth and ultra high net worth individuals. Uh, and if you're fortunate enough to be in that in one of those categories, then the next 10 minutes I think will be invaluable to you. What I would recommend though is for anyone who's looking at getting a mortgage in Spain is to watch the first video, we'll put a link now to that, uh, the first video that we've recorded, which gives you a general overview of the Spanish mortgage market, uh, what's involved, what kind of paperwork you may need, and the, the different rates and, and various various things that, uh, that are going on at the moment. But if you are in the high net worth and ultra high net worth category, that's what we're going to be talking about now, because there are a few things that that change and a few things that make you different and special, uh, which of course you already knew. First of all, why are you specialized in this area? Because I know it's, it's you know, you've always dealt with people that pretty much all budgets, but you've, you've set up a separate kind of division, haven't you, to specifically handle these types of clients. Why? Well, we've been in the main sort of sector, if you like, standard mortgages for Spain for the last 16 years. Uh, and we realized that lots of people buying at the higher price levels had very different requirements and that a lot of the lenders were not willing to lend at those high levels. So a standard mortgage can go up to 70% for a, a, an expat or a non-resident, but for the, for the, for the high net worth clients buying those luxury properties, banks got very nervous above certain price levels and mortgage amounts. So we were wondering where did they get their money to buy these properties from? Over the years, you know, you'd hear that many of these uh, wealthy clients would be buying in cash, but it seemed to us a bit strange. You know, why weren't they borrowing money yeah. at very cheap interest rates? So over the years, you know, it became very clear that they were just using their own private banks wherever they might be in the world. Some of those banks would be willing uh, to have a, a property in Spain uh, as a guarantee for a loan, others not. So some of them simply were forced in, into a position out to either buy cash or they couldn't get any financing they, without any financing at all, or would their own bank do it? So we could see that you know, there must be ways here where you can kind of educate some of the, the banks in Spain, or we can be an intermediary with other private banks who they might not have relationships with. So we really set about it, myself and Howard, and we just tried to get as many banking contacts as we possibly could, and we've pretty much got everything covered now. So we still do do a lot of mortgages for high net worth clients, where we're using the Spanish retail banks. With, with those banks, it's a standard mortgage, in many ways more attractive to our high net worth clients because the, the bank is just taking the property as the guarantee yeah. and they can borrow up to 60%. In some cases, some of the high street banks will go up to 70, but most of them will not. We know exactly which high street banks will go up to 70. And you could argue, well, we would argue definitely in some ways, we've helped to kind of get up to those higher levels and to convince the banks that this is what they should be doing. And it's the same principle, but just much larger amounts. Is there a cap on the amount of the mortgage? Because I guess what banks haven't wanted to do in the past is to lend you know, two million to one applicant when they can spread the risk across maybe five. And you also, you also find as well that um, some areas of Spain, they might have a cap, not just necessarily one property. Right. We found right. at one stage last year, one of the banks said to us, we've had enough of this area, we're at our limit, 
and right. come back to us in January, which is really interesting for, for, for a very large bank in Spain yeah. to be telling us that. So, yeah, we have to be really careful of bank asset allocation because that is one of the things that the, the banks are constantly talking to us about is provisions that they have to create under the Bank of Spain requirements when they're lending money to either individuals or companies. Banks have to provision um, in case of any kind of problems with that, uh, with that debt in the future. Mm-hmm. They put some cash aside. That's become quite relevant. Um, it's obviously factored into the pricing, but I mean, fortunately for our high net worth clients, they're enjoying some of, or they have enjoyed over the 12, last 12 to 24 months, some of the best interest rates we've seen in Spain. You know, we were speaking earlier about um, interest rates between one and probably 1.2%. We were lending up until a couple of months ago, and now probably the high net worth clients can still achieve rates of minimum about 1.5%, I would say, pushing up now towards 2% with some banks. I mean, I guess because with your expertise and the fact that you you know where to, to, to place various bits of business, if, a, if an applicant comes to you, high net worth, ultra high net worth, wants to do some mortgage business, you would know pretty quickly whether they're going to be right for a, a Spanish high street bank or whether their, their affairs are a little more convoluted at which point the Spanish banks would probably just go, whoa, whoa, we don't know what we're doing. What are the options then? The options then are private banks. So we know that some clients have banks that they already bank with who might be willing to take a Spanish property as a guarantee, but a lot of them aren't. So we work with, I suppose, the not hugely well-known, some of them. Some of them are very well-known, but we have developed really strong collaborations with them uh, over the last few years. So they don't use, or they don't, they don't, they're not willing to work with all intermediaries. So we had an interview process with several of them. They wanted to know all about our backgrounds. Would we be able to advise the, the clients? Because it's not a placing process. We don't just speak to the client and say, this, this bank's great for you. Let's do the introduction and we walk away. We are involved from start to finish. And it's essential that we understand what we're talking about. And they know that. And that's why they go through a vetting process, if you like. We feel that we're working with some private banks who none of our competitors are. Mm. So not only are we licensed in Spain to offer the Spanish retail banks, which a lot of our competitors are not even based here. Uh, They might be in London. They might be in Switzerland. They don't hold a Spanish mortgage license. So when when a high net worth client comes to us, we are very, very confident that we have the full range of options for them. And because we're working with those lenders day in, day out, and they're working with us day in, day out, solely on Spain, in some cases in Portugal, but mainly focused upon Spain, they know that we we know what we're doing. They know that they're going to be having to compete against a potentially retail bank. And they know that sometimes they might have their unique solutions. We certainly know what they are. There's a couple of banks that we work with as I say, we know that they're not working with competitors, but their solutions are so much better than any others. So we're doing a hell of a lot of business with them. Most of our clients don't really realize these options are out there. You know, Lombard loans and moving money to a new private bank, or in some cases doing letter of guarantee. There's, there's many different options we have. Some, some of our high, higher net worth clients want to secure the property as soon as is possible. Mm-hmm. So, and they... Fortunately for them, they can buy in cash. So we're doing a lot of financing after they actually buy the property. Okay. So effectively an, an equity release, if you like. Yeah. There's, there's many different structures that we can offer. Um, and once we start talking to our high net worth and ultra high net worth clients, I think it becomes obvious to them very quickly in the call 
that we know absolutely what we're talking about and we can offer the full, full options. In terms of the private banks, do they want a bit more blood? I mean, do they want more out of the deal than a typical high street bank? Will they want effectively, will they, are they going after your money? Will they want deposits in return for obviously, you know, giving mortgage? And also do their terms compete well with the high street banks or will you be paying more? Absolutely. I would say the main, the, the private banks that lend against Spanish real estate are using that as an access point to manage wealth for clients they might not otherwise have had the opportunity to work with. I always say to my clients that the lending, although the lending for us is the priority, for the bank it's not. Mm. For the bank it's secondary to the relationship. The first thing they want to know is about a lot about, I ask my high net worth clients to start with for a statement of assets uh, and a CV. Mm. They're the two things that the, the private banks focus on. They want to know what the client's background is, the origin of their wealth, how they've got their wealth structured at the moment to see kind of what opportunity, what potential future opportunities there are with that client beyond the Spanish property. Are there opportunities with that specific client to, to lend against a ski chalet in Switzerland or, or, or you know, a rural estate in France or, or an apartment in Knightsbridge? These banks are very open-minded. They're looking for long-term relationships, but the, but the one thing that they're, they're looking for among, above anything else is AUM, assets under management. It's always a fundamental part of the, of the, of the mortgage uh, offer. As a guide, all the private banks have got kind of different levels of where they feel comfortable, but the AUM amount should be between 30 and 50% of the mortgage amount. In return, though, the clients will get a higher loan to value on the property. So we've been we've we've kind of acted on some transactions recently of 100 percent loan to values where the clients have bought 50 percent in an in AUM. Yeah. Uh, a lot of cases, a lot of high net worth clients are already managing funds with some banks and they simply transfer them across and then the bank lends them 100 percent. So that and then, and in an ideal world, which I'm not saying at the moment, a lot of discretionary portfolios are unstable at the moment with private banks but in an ideal world the return on those investments that they're having is actually paying the interest on these loans and that brings me on to another point the loans are interest only of anything up to 10 years that product is not available in spain so they're interest only for 10 years we're obviously with the aum requirement but in return you're getting higher loan to values which i'm sure we'll talk about more um, which has a positive impact on clients' tax obligations in Spain. That's amazing. I mean, when you when you describe that, it's it's a fantastic solution for a lot of people because obviously the like you say, the more that you can cover a property in in debt in terms of a mortgage, then yes, it, it certainly assists in the the tax situation here in Spain. So it's uh, it's a win win, isn't it, all around? Okay, it might mean you've got to move some money, but actually. The benefits that you're going to get uh, far outweigh any any inconvenience. I would say, you know, you're going to a lender who's who's open-minded, who's willing to give you good terms, effectively up to up to 100% finance, potentially interest only. Wow, I mean, all those things are just as you said, not available in the, in the general Spanish market. 
we generally find very early in a conversation whether we feel like a client is more likely to go down the Spanish route or the private banking route based on right. experience of other, other transactions. The only thing I would add is that the private banks have been a breath of fresh air, which has taken us away from focusing on the Spanish mortgage law. They're not, they're not subject to the same law. They are to a certain extent because the, the, the mortgage contracts are signed in front of a Spanish notary. So there is a, a box ticking exercise to, to make sure they're complying with the, with the law. But in terms of affordability, the CV and the statement of assets is the beginning of everything because it takes you to a, they're, they're very open-minded about affordability. Is the client exiting businesses? Are they gonna have cash events? that are going to be happening or liquidity events happening in the next few weeks, months, years? Uh, have they got private equity investments? They is their income generated from the property? Is it a villa that's got a tourist license that can be rented out? These banks will take all that into consideration, which is, for us, it's absolutely fantastic. It's been an absolute breath of fresh air in the market uh, because... Um, unfortunately, the Spanish banks just will not take all those things into consideration. Yeah. Yeah. Wealth is not a factor for Spanish banks when calculating affordability. Yeah. And time and time again, we had clients sometimes worth hundreds of millions of euros that do not qualify for Spanish mortgages. Um, Very frustrating. Yeah. It is because you're saying, look, these guys are worth this and the banks just go down just not listening. They put their, put their headphones on like me and that's it. So it's, it's, it's great that you have an alternative. Is there a point at which a, a client becomes high net worth, ultra high net worth, and you have these slightly different conversations? Is, is there a price point or is it just a gut feel that you guys have for, for what you're what you're looking for? Because I'm I'm guessing that that you two would handle these these clients at this specific level personally, yeah? Yeah, exactly. So myself and Howard, uh, the team is growing, but usually the other members of the, the team are doing kind of support work uh, and Howard and I will, will give the direct advice. For us, high net worth, ultra high net worth, we don't really think of it like that. We think, are they a retail bank client or a mm. private banking client? Okay. And the entry level for the private banks is generally that, you know, we, we think about a property price of 2 million and above and that there will be assets under management of at least 1 million euros. Okay. Okay. That makes it interesting because at least you have a, a kind of um, sort of boundary there. We've been very active ourselves in the last year or so, particularly in the sort of three, four, five million and above market, which seems to be certainly Marbella seems to be uh, seems to be booming. I'm guessing with you having access pretty much exclusively to a lot of these uh, these private banks and their products, it, it it puts you in a in a great position when these uh, when these clients come calling. Because as you as we said earlier, who wouldn't want cheap? particularly interest only full finance you know for, for for anyone who's a you know entrepreneurial or business minded it, it makes a, a huge amount of sense so you guys you guys must be doing well i did one recently for a client who didn't qualify for a mortgage in spain but he did have private equity and investments and equities okay. that he was able to show to the bank and yes he bought a million um, in but the bank did a one and a half million mortgage Right. for him 100 percent loan to value and it yeah. made perfect sense so there is a bit of a gray area when we're so we don't just look at amounts we look at client profiles and and kind yeah. of what category we think they'll fit in before deciding what the best route is for them where's the where's the market heading for these these types of clients is it is it going more towards the private banks do you think or do you think the, the spanish kind of high street banks are going to wake up and set up separate divisions to cope with to with this type of demand or are they just not interested we're trying to get them to. I mean, it's conversations <laughs> that Kevin and I are having 
very frequently with all the banks at the moment that we need that private banking support. Some banks do it better than others uh, in Spain, but we are seeing new entries to the market. We've got a number of calls lined up recently with new private banks uh, located outside of Spain that are looking to come into the market. I think they've seen some of their competitors pretty much stealing all the business, stealing a lot of clients with, and they're managing a lot of money for clients that they wouldn't otherwise had access to. And I think they want a piece of the cake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so of course, of course. Um, it, it's, a, it's a market that's, that Kevin and I, we're working really hard on it. It's really interesting. And we're really looking forward as well to seeing what these other banks have got to offer. But it's certainly, I would say, Percentage-wise, this year more than any, we're doing a lot more of the business with private banks than we than we are with, with the Spanish having banks. with the, the the relationships we have with the private banks. They've developed so quickly and so well because we've had the clients. Mm-hmm. So with our collaborations with real estate companies all around Spain, they naturally they're selling these luxury properties. So of course, the people that want to buy them, quite a lot of them are. You know, maybe the majority in, in the luxury market, they're all high net worth individuals. So we get introduced to, to those, those clients via the real estate company. We present them to the private banks and immediately their eyes light up. You know, wow, this is a really good client. This is somebody. And having completed quite a number of these deals, that's where the confidence comes in and they, they want to help us. Yeah. And they are so flexible. They're yeah. offering something which doesn't exist Coming back to what Howard's saying, you know, we are having a lot of quite high-level discussions you know, with heads of private banking for some of the main lenders around Spain. Some of them, I think it will take them a long while. Mm-hmm. Others can be quite quite quick to do this. You know, I'm not going to go name certain banks, but there's, there's a couple of them at the moment where they really do seem to get it. Right. They have the whole That's... idea of pledging of funds, um, you know, guarantees and, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're looking at it not from with their typical Spanish uh, credit analyst uh, hat on, where the affordability levels don't fit, they're actually going to say, right, okay, well, clearly this person is more than capable of repaying the, law- the mortgage mm. loan, the, the Lombard loan, whatever type of financing it is. We, we, we want to approve it, and then they found a way to approve it. Yeah. And of course, it's just a question of time. Once they've done a few of them, and they can see that the loan gets repaid, and yeah, that, that's when I think that they will want to suck up some of this business that's been lost to private yeah. banks. No, I think you're right. Kevin, Howard, you've been uh, true gents. Thank you for joining us. I know you've got a very busy schedule, but at least the sun's shining where you are by the looks of things and uh, as it is here. And again, anyone who's listening to this or watching it and who is interested in mortgages at any level, please get in touch with us. Uh, and we will, well, these guys will certainly help you as best they, as best they can. Yeah, thank you again, gents. And we will see you very soon. Sure. Thanks. Thanks, Sean.